Hi everyone, I'm Eric Erno here with Day 8 of the Nerdalogs Presents Your Stories Fortnite from the Heart Celebration. Over the next couple days, we're featuring pieces from a literal couple that met in part because of our show and are now engaged. Funnily enough, a lot of their earliest pieces on our show were about prior romantic struggles, maybe that's actually super appropriate, um, as evidenced by this piece about Comic-Con speed dating from Shelby Mongan. This is one of the first stories Shelby ever told in our show, way back in November 2012, and of course she's since become a Your Stories mainstay and friend to us all. Then, speaking of conventions, today's featured song comes from a show we recorded at Milwaukee's Midwinter Gaming Convention in January 2015. The show had the theme Role Models, and if you saw the movie of the same name, you'll know we had to do Beth by Kiss as one of our songs at that show. Now, I'm pooching a joke now, because it's totally visual anyway, so you couldn't get it. Um, if you're wondering why everyone's laughing during the instrumental break of that song, it's because Dwight used that time to apply some really dark, thick mascara to himself, just like Peter Chris, like he had whiskers and everything. It was such a funny moment that, unfortunately, podcasting just doesn't capture. But the music's pretty good on its own, too, and I don't know. It's, it's a joyous performance, so hope you enjoy it. Uh, over at my personal Fortnite, I'm making my donation today to an organization called Open Books, a group that former Your Stories guest Abby Hagler does a lot of work for. They promote literacy and access to reading materials around Chicago through instructional and book programs financed in large part by retail stores in Pilsen and the West Loop. I'm going to go get some stuff at the West Loop store today. That's at 651 West Lake Street if anyone's looking to pick up some books at a great value and for a great cause. I think my book shopping later today is going to go better than Shelby's con speed dating did about six years ago now. Here she is with that story. The person who is naysaying Dwight now gets to speak, Shelby Mongan. <laughs> you do it out of love, right? No. <laughs> um, so, my monologue is about an annual event, but it's also the monologue, well, a better version, of the monologue I read the first time I came to Nerdalogs, which is a year and two months ago. So, now it's going to be on record, which is exciting. Okay, so you need to know two facts about me for this story. One, I'm a nerd. I'm here. This has been true damn near since birth, and considering as a freshman in college, I willingly learned how to play Magic the Gathering because it looked like fun. I see no sign of it stopping anytime soon. Two, my dating life is a mess. <laughs> my relationships have been few and far between, and the handful of examples that are there either were utterly forgettable or complete disasters. So combine these two facts and lead to me in a Spyro the Dragon costume, sitting across from a man uh, probably 15 years older than me, speed dating at a comic book convention. <laughs> So let me back up a little bit. Um, I led a very sheltered nerd life. Um, I grew up on the East Coast, and when I got to Chicago, I was stoked about college, but I was really excited to have some room to explore my nerdiness. Magic was one of those things. Um, and I knew friends that had gone to C2E2 before, um, Chicago Comic Book and Entertainment Expo. I don't have to explain that. You guys know what that is. <laughs> um, I had some friends that had gone, and I just started reading comics about a year before I went, and I thought this was going to be great. Um, I love passionate people. 
I love costumes. I love kilt booths. Like, what could I not buy? <laughs> so when I was signing up and I was buying my ticket, um, I was browsing through all the different things that they have to offer, and there's like bands and different things going on, um, and one of those things was speed dating. Um, and if anyone here saw the short-lived and really disappointing show Geek Love on TLC, which is not a learning channel anymore, it's that same company. Um, so what they do is they go to different cons and they put on speed dating, which is a hilarious job to have. <laughs> so I wasn't necessarily like looking for the love of my life, but I was like, you know what, this seems like a fun thing and I'm just going to give it a shot. So I don't do things halfway. Um, when I showed up to Nerdalogs for the first time, I read a monologue. I hadn't met anyone here and I read a monologue the first time. <laughs> I don't do anything halfway. And so if I'm going to go to a con, I'm going to dress up. So I dress up as Spyro the Dragon, because that was my jam when I was a kid. So I like, I made, I handmade my own wings, I had horns, no one got what I was wearing the whole time, which sucked. Um, but I was excited about my costume, and without thinking, I planned on wearing it the same day as speed dating. But I was like, you know, no, this will be fine, like, other people will be in costume, like, this is a con. Totally gonna be fine. Oh, no. <laughs> you know where this is going. So I'm, I tend to be a little socially anxious, but I, I pushed through it and I, I left my friends and I wandered down and there's it's really ramshackle signs pointing to a very large room very far away from the con floor. And I'm greeted by a gypsy, a stormtrooper, and the Terminator. <laughs> and I was like, good, I'm not the only one. So I walk in the room full of non-costumed people, separated like a middle school dance on purpose. This is a thing that they do. They put the guys on one end and the girls on the other side, and it's technically because of like security reasons, but it just made it more uncomfortable and more nerdy than it needed to be in the first place. And so we were all kind of used to the awkward separation though, so I think it actually made us all feel at home. The experience itself was kind of unremarkable, honestly. It was fun. Um, I met some nice people. Um, I got a lot of phone numbers, none of which I called. I did get one stalker that looked like Napoleon Dynamite, which was pretty funny. Um, but as a general rule, it was pretty unremarkable. Um, but what's notable to me about this um, is looking back. So I said that I signed up for this because it looked like fun and it was something interesting, which is true. It seemed like it'd be something fun to do, but... There's another reason behind it. Um, and it's a lot less flattering. It's a lot less uh, nice for me. Um, but with someone as, uh, with a face like a rosy chipmunk um, and someone who is not necessarily conventionally hot, I have never been the hottest girl in the room. It's not a thing that's ever been my bag. Which is okay, but it's, I don't know what that's like. I've never experienced that. I was an awkward kid. If you've seen any of my other monologues, a lot of them talk about how weird I was when I was younger. So this is a trend that has just continued. Um, I know what it's like to be the loudest in the room. I know what it's like to be the funniest in the room. In I, I, my own head. But I don't know what it's like to be the hottest. And so in the back of my mind, there was this thought that maybe if I did this like for once, because I'm kind of a daywalker when it comes to being a nerd. Like I can kind of pass. I have enough social skills and like I could pass and I was like maybe this is my chance like maybe this is I get a taste of that popular kid thing um and so I can't say for sure whether or not that really happened um I was the youngest 
by far. <laughs> I was 19 at the time. I'm pretty sure the next person was 25. So that was good. I did well at that. Uh, I was the most of something. But what I found that regardless of whether or not I was the hottest girl in the room, I had a good time. And I chatted about Firefly and talked about comics and met a couple really nice people. Um, and I found at the end of it that, you know, being attractive, being the most attractive person in the room is probably the least interesting thing I could want for myself. But to be the nerdiest just might be good enough. Thanks. Thank you, Shelby. They, I don't know if this was the case when the year you did it, but last year they ran uh, Nerd Speed Dating like around the clock at C2E2. Like every 45 minutes there was another session, so it must really be working for them. So I couldn't resist doing this song because the role models pun. Also, guys, I hate to plug our shit because you're listening to us all night, but we just did a holiday uh, video that involved uh, us not celebrating Christmas but Kissmas. And I made Dwight be Peter Chris in the, in the makeup, and he was unhappy. And I felt the best way to make it up to him was to make him sing this song that was also in the movie Role Models. Sorry. Waiting for a prop. Oh. <laughs> All right, cool. Excellent. All right, Catman, let's do this. <laughs> can't come home right now Me and the boys are playing And we just can't find the sound Just a few more hours And I'll be right home to you I think I hear them calling Oh Beth, what can I do? Beth, what can I do? Say you feel so empty That our house just ain't a home I'm always somewhere else And you're always there alone Just a few more hours And I'll be right home to you I think I hear them calling Oh Beth, what can I do? Can I do?
This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash nerdalogs to donate today. And go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.